Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Black Girl Creative. My name is Alicia Renice, and I am so happy that you are here. If you're on YouTube, you're like, wait, welcome back. This is new. So I have a podcast called Black Girl Creative, and usually I just do audio for it, but today I'm actually getting started with doing video so I can share with you live versions of the podcast and so that you can get some value from the stuff that I share on my podcast as well. So if podcasting is not really your thing and YouTube is more of your place, then I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you find this video, and welcome. So as always, this podcast is brought to you by Black Girl Creative Collective. It's a community of Black women who come together. It's a free group. Feel free to bring a friend. Um, we support each other. We have weekly we have weekly prompts and monthly meetups so that we can work through things. Last week, which was last Saturday, we talked about how to find your thing or find your things and using the multifaceted us, the multifaceted gifts and things that were that we were given by our creator to create a thing, a business, a hobby, an interest, and really to take the first steps to doing that thing. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody that belongs to that group. And if you want to join, feel free. The link is in the description. It's free to join. Bring a friend. Yeah, you'll have a great time, I hope. <laughs> so no, I, I don't doubt that you'll have a great time because the women are great. So there's that. So as always, I want to start off this podcast by shouting out people who listen to the podcast. And so I'm going to take it to iTunes. And this review is from someone whose name is Jubiju. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. If I'm not, please correct me. But it says, Love Alicia's Genuine Energy, such a good podcast. Yay! I'm glad that you enjoyed this podcast. It really makes me happy. And it's really just a labor of love. It's something I actually enjoy doing. So let's get into today's episode. All right. So really quick, (laughs) I've been very blocked. So just being honest with you, I'm just going to level with you. I came in this room and I have, I'm every month I make a to-do list of what episodes I'm going to do, what content I'm going to cover. And today I just wasn't feeling it. I was just kind of like, oh, I could talk about that. That is on the list, but I don't really want to talk about that. And so since I am creatively blocked, I was like, well, why don't I just make an episode about how to overcome creative blocks? Like seven things you can do to overcome creative blocks. And so this is for me as it is for you. As always, I say every time I offer some advice, even though I'm sharing it with other people, it is also for myself as well, because. I'm in the process. I'm actually doing the stuff right now today. So the first thing, the first bit of advice I want to offer you if you are creatively creatively blocked is to listen to your block. Listen to the frustrations. Listen to the things you're doing. Listen to yourself. If you are creatively blocked, sometimes your body and your mind is just telling you that they've had enough of this thing. Like they need to do something else. And that's okay. And a lot of times we're taught to just kind of power through things and muscle through and do the work and do it hard. But with creativity, it's kind of like working with balance, right? Because we can't just muscle through creativity. If there's no juice flowing from our creative juices, we have nothing. And some stuff is about discipline, but also creativity is more about flow and it's really about being in the work. And so really we should figure out why we're being blocked. Where are these blocks coming from? Is it that we don't feel like we're good enough? Is it that we're worried about the wrong things? Is it that we're tired or hungry? Is it that we haven't had enough like affirmations given to us to complete this task? Like what is the reason why we're blocked? So the first tip I have for you is to really listen to those blocks and try to figure out where that block is coming from. And again, maybe you're just hungry. Maybe you just need a nap and really honor those things that your body is asking for. All right. So the second thing is to change your methods, right? So if you're used to recording in a room, maybe go to the bathroom and record something, or maybe go outside and record something. Changing your environment sometimes changes your mindset and therefore you're more open to flow. Sometimes it really is as simple as changing the atmosphere that you're in to create better art, better content, whatever you're making. Sometimes it is just about doing something new. In the same way, if you're used to creating dishes that are very soul food heavy, this is just an example, then maybe today you create an Italian dish. 
And with that Italian dish, you bring, oh, this is something new, a new flavor, a new scent, a new experience, a new way of cooking so that you can actually have your creative juices sparking and flow. I don't know if juices spark, but anyway, to have more creative juices flowing. Okay. So again, the first one is do something completely different, right? Like as in doing doing it a different method, doing it, using a different method or in a different environment. I'm sorry, I'm stuttering today. Or again, number two is to honor those blocks. What is happening? Why is this happening? So we actually might get eight things. So another one is to do something else completely. And this could be creatively. This could be like, again, like I said, taking a nap. This could be playing the guitar. This could be going for a walk. Um, This could be watching stuff, whatever works for you. Sometimes you just need a break. You need to step away from your art, from your creative, from your creative project to really just have time to just not focus on that thing at all. And don't fear. I know a lot of artists and creatives fear like, oh, well, I'm in my creative flow and now I'm blocked. And so I'll never be creative again. And we kind of just like we're kind of dramatic in that way. You will be creative again, but sometimes your creativity needs room to breathe and to grow. And you just need, you know, it's like a friend who just needs time away so that you can come together and have more things to talk about later. It's the same thing with our creativity. At least that's my, um, that's my thought about that. Okay. Number three, give yourself a break. Like I said, do something completely different. Sometimes it's not about finishing and pushing through. Sometimes it is about honoring what your body is telling you to do. All right. Number four is to be quiet. Be quiet. Just don't do anything. Don't do anything at all. Sometimes when I'm working on a song, I'm trying so hard to finish the song because I want it to be done today. But really, I just need to sit in quiet without all these distractions, without all this pressure from myself and from other people and really just be quiet and allow creative things to come to me. If I'm always making noise, if I'm always making stuff, then I'm really not making enough room for stuff to come to me. I'm not making enough space for things to be drawn to me, for God to pour things into me, right? So if I'm always making stuff and making noise and not being quiet, then how is God going to talk to me in the quiet times and tell me what to do next? Sometimes it really is just about like, God, I don't know what to talk about. Much like I did with this podcast episode today, I don't know what to talk about. Give me something to talk about. And very quickly, he was like, your blocks. So talk about that as a creative, how you can work through creative blocks. And that's what we have today. But it really took me being quiet. I literally went to the bathroom, <laughs> sat on the toilet, and I was like, God, I don't know what you want me to talk about. Today's my recording day. I have nothing to talk about. And really, that just kind of got dropped down. Like, just talk about being creatively black and how to work through those things. I'm like, oh, perfect, wonderful. But it really took me being quiet and not muscling through and not making all this noise to get that information. All right, I don't know what number we're on anymore. I'm pretty sure I messed all the numbers up anyway. And that's okay. That's not the point. I just hope that you're able to take something from um, this episode so that you can work through your own creative block. So the next one I have is to take in creative content. So if you're a singer and you're like, I don't know how to finish the song, maybe you just need to listen to some music. I really feel like in order to create art, we have to take in art. And so someone once said, in order to be a good writer, you have to be a good reader. You have to take in content to write well and to gather your own style. That takes work and effort. But really getting the inspiration is really a lot about just taking in content, taking in inspiration. So when I'm writing a song, sometimes I'll write a song inspired by another artist or a song for another artist. And that will get me out of my creative ruts, out of my creative blocks. But I have to be listening to that artist to figure out what kind of music they make in the first place. So if I'm not listening to music, then that's really hard for me to create music. I hope that makes sense. So sometimes it is about taking in more creative content. If you're a filmmaker, watch a movie, you know, you'll be inspired. And even if the inspiration comes from a criticism, right? If you're like, "Ah, I don't like how this movie ended up, create the movie that you want to make. Oh, I didn't like where she went with this, with this verse. She could have said this. Well, write a song using that thing. Really using songs and art that we don't like or art that we criticize as prompts to create something better is really a good idea for creatives to get unblocked. 
I, I've used this and it's, this has honestly really helped. So another one, another tip, again, because I don't know what number we're on, is to help someone else do something. So this is kind of like a step, whatever number this is, A and B. So the first one is to help someone do something. So if you have a friend, if you're blocked and you're kind of in your room, just kind of, you know, beating yourself up over the head, like, oh, you're not doing anything, you're not creating anything. But your friend calls you and says, hey, you know, I need help moving or I need advice. Helping other people really does get our juices flowing. One, it takes our mind off of what we're doing. We, we become so self-centered when we're blocked. It's like, oh, I suck. I can't do anything. And really taking the, the, the focus, the lens off of us and onto other people really helps us to, one, get out of our heads and to help other people. And it helps us to feel useful so that we're not always stuck in this, oh, I'm not being productive, so therefore I'm not good enough. And so we can actually be of good use to other people. B, the the second version, right, of this is to create something for someone else. So if you're a painter or you're a sculptor, whatever you're doing, or a guitarist or whatever it is, and you know a friend who's going through a hard time, make a song for them, make a card for them, um, sculpt something for them, right? When we have something that's focused, that's not focused on ourselves, that's focused on somebody else, like I said, it takes the pressure and the attention off of ourselves, but it also helps us to create because now we have a mission. Now we have a meaning. Now we have a goal with our art and creativity as opposed to just being, you know, just creating for the sake of creating for ourselves. And I feel like there's a place for creating for ourselves, but sometimes when we're just creating for ourselves, we kind of dig our well and it well runs dry, but there's never like a drought creating for other people. There's never lacking. There's never, there's never enough art for other people. So if you are blocked, sometimes it is better just to create for other people. Take the attention off of yourself, take the focus off of whatever project you're working on and really focus on someone else who needs you, who needs your art. And that I promise you will vamp you up and help you to create something to meet their specific need. If you're a woodworker and you're like, well, what should I create next? If you know someone who's moving into a home and they have no bowls or anything like that, make a wooden bowl for them. And the passion that's fueling this creativity is more than just vain. It's more than just vanity. It's more than just, you know, a pat on the back. Oh, look what I made. It's really like, oh, I'm going to give this to somebody. And you're really thinking about how they're going to be when they receive that thing and how elated they'll be when they get your art. So I think that really helps too. So one last tip is to journal. I know this doesn't make any sense, but really sometimes when we're blocked. We really have so many things in our head that is just distracting us and, and having us blocked. Sometimes it is about writing all the to-do lists and all the things that we have to get accomplished this week that's really like cramming up our creative space. And so much like a room, I don't know if you're like this, but I'm kind of like this. If my room is messy, I feel like I can't make anything. I feel very distracted. I feel very overwhelmed. I feel very anxious. And so I have to create a space that has space. So I have to move stuff away, put stuff away. And I'm a messy person, just naturally not dirty, but messy. I'm a very messy person. I will start projects and leave them out. I will, you know, have all these post-it notes around the room, but sometimes it can become like cluttering. It could be suffocating. And so in the same way in our minds, if all of our stuff is up here, then we don't have any room to create anything. If all the stuff is in our heart, then we don't have any room to create anything. Sometimes heartbreak is the best encourager to, to make something, but sometimes it is the heaviest weight. Sometimes it does stop us from making stuff because we're so distracted by what's going on in our life in our mind. So really what I've been doing is doing a, a stream of conscious kind of journaling where in the morning I literally just put the pen to paper and just go and I write down everything. And so I don't know if you've heard of Julia Cameron, the artist way. She calls us the morning pages where you're supposed to write for three pages, three pages long. You just a stream of conscious. It doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be well put together. It doesn't have to be gr- grammatically correct. It doesn't have to be spelled right. It doesn't have to like have a finished, a s- finished sentence. You can just write down all the things that are in your head. And so this is supposed to get all that like 
everyday stuff out of your head so that you can actually start creating, so that you can actually start making stuff. It's, it's, it's a lot like cleaning your room. It's the same thing, like getting all this mess onto paper, organized and be like, okay, now I'm free to create something. Now I can make something. Now I am open to make stuff. So I hope that these tips were helpful. Let me know which one resonated with you. Let me know what you're going to do next time you're blocked or if you're creating something and you are blocked like me, like I'm blocked right now. I'm really addressing, I think that I took the tip about creating something for someone else Because when I'm thinking about myself, it's very easy to get blocked. It's very easy to become frustrated. It's very easy, you know, to get in my head and be like, this isn't good enough. This sucks. I'm stuttering. Ugh, this is, this is horrible. But I think when I am creating for other people, again, like it, like I said, it takes the attention off of me and therefore I have a need that I need to meet so that I have a way to get there. And so sometimes it doesn't always work, but sometimes it does help. And I hope that you can take these tips and these steps. I think it was seven. If it was eight, I'm sorry. Um, I hope that you can take one of these things and apply this to your own creative process so that next time you are blocked, you have something to work, something in your toolkit you can pull out and apply to your own creative life so that you can create the art that actually matters to you. The art that, you know, fills you up with life and like sets you on fire in a good way, you know? So I hope this was helpful. And if so, let me know. Leave a review. I'll share it here live on the podcast. Um, Follow me, subscribe, all that good stuff. And until next episode, you guys, keep creating, keep making stuff because what you create and what you do, it matters. It matters. If it's not perfect, it matters. If it's awesome, if only one person sees it or if you see it or if a million people see it, everything that you create, it matters. And so I hope that you take this with you. I love you and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.